Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Mandates, the show where my sister and I force each other to watch movies according to a monthly theme. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. December is a new month, and a new month requires a new theme. And that new theme is... There's a sequel? So I mandated we watch The Odd Couple 2 a 30 years later follow-up to the 1968 film adaptation of the Neil Simon play. Upon its release in 1998, our parents' generation asked, why? Yeah. Our generation asked, what's the odd couple? Who's Neil Simon? (laughs) (laughs) Uncultured swine. And of course, (laughs) all the millennials said, get away from me, old man. Yeah. and, And that hurt. Anyway, it's only fair that since I mandated today's movie, Kelly gets to challenge me in a segment we call Trivial Trivia. Yes, and I'm very ready. So I have stolen the best trivia question, which is why it's so nice that I get to go first on these months. Um, So in research, as much research as you can do for this subject, um, I have come across three different ilks of sequels right you have the sequel that just takes off where the last one left off same people this is their next adventure if you will or or whatever right you have the sequel that takes the same not story but like this was the idea of this film we're just going to make another film with that same idea, give it the same name and like kind of keep it within the same franchise type of thing. Okay. And then you have the third type, which is a movie that was written that without the help of being buoyed by a known film gets reworked to become a sequel. Mm. Do you see the difference in all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you name an example of all three? Okay. Uh, so the first one is a direct continuation of the first movie. So Ghostbusters 2 Perfect. Uh, would, would be an a example of that. Uh, the second one would be, uh, the, the other thing you mentioned is a sequel that... Takes the IP. Is, takes the IP, you know, is definitely the IP, but is focusing on a different area i would assume with at least mostly a new cast maybe one continuing character sure like that person like oh right i i I could say something you know it's interesting i could keep on ghostbusters and i could say the 2016 version which is ghostbusters but is completely divorced from uh the the original two films yeah or i could say afterlife which is mostly all new characters with ties to the original, but I already said Ghostbusters, so, oh. so let me try something different. So I'll say um, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yep. Which, other than Freddy Krueger's still in it, same actor, Robert England, and they refer back to Heather Legenkamp's uh, character, Nancy Thompson, from the first film. It's an all-new cast, takes place in Nancy's old home, same house. I don't know why they decided that nancy's house was like the nexus of the kruger haunting for some reason it it became a thing for some reason but you know whatever um uh, you you could also horror movies are a great example of this horror movies are very you could also say like a texas chainsaw massacre 2 
which has most of the villains but a completely all new cast and that's typically every slasher film right well i was thinking also season of the witch i know that's three true but it's 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 the ip and it's sequel right it's yeah yeah absolutely so that's a good one too all right and then you have the third type which is a movie that was probably never intended to be part of the franchise in the first place but they couldn't sell the damn thing so they said what do we own and they said well just work it into that um I'm pretty sure that happened with the Carrie sequel. I don't think the Rage Carrie 2 was originally a um a, a se- sequel to Carrie. I think I think it was just a movie about a psychic person who goes nuts and they're like, well, that's pretty similar. Do we have the rights to that? <laughs> just make her her cousin or something like just that. Just pour some blood on her and um, put it in the put it in the, the, the world. Another example uh, that I found out when looking for sequels was um uh, American Psycho 2. Okay. So that was going to be my pick. It is not my pick and not just because you said it, but when I found out the that it was another movie I was like, no, I can't do that then. Yeah, and I forget who the lead actor in that is, but she... Uh, Mila she, Kunis. Right, right, right. Uh, she was interviewed later and she says, yeah, I know it's crap. It wasn't originally an American Psycho 2 movie, okay? <laughs> Not saying it would have been good in the first place, but yeah. Right, because American Psycho is like my... I love that book, man. And I'm not talking about the movie. I, I know the movie is fantastic and people love it, but that that book is... I've not whoo- read the book. I, I, you've seen you've read of Ellis Ellison yeah Brett Easton Ellis is one of my favorites yeah, thank you yeah Neil LeBute as a playwright Brett Easton Ellis as a novelist they both have some screwed up themes man and I am here for it have you ever read any speaking of just kind of screwed up have you ever read any of Clive Barker's stuff uh, my favorite book well one of the top five favorite books of mine is The Thief of Always and even though that's Clive Barker <laughs> It's not the oeuvre of the Clive that you probably were uh, speaking That's of, right. and and thusly, no. That is the only Clive that I've read. Oh, that I love one. it. I love it. I That's love Clive the Thief Barker, of Always. A... It is Clive Barker. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, a great, great story. Uh, great yeah, I've, I've read, uh, I've read a, co- what I've read of his is just a collection, uh, shorts collections. Okay. If I remember correctly, I was that's what I was reading during my graduate my high school graduation ceremony. Cuz I was like I've been in the choir my entire trip through high school. I know how long and boring these damn things are. If I have to sit here, I'm bringing a book. Yeah. So. I remember I think it was was it in 8th grade when you were like reading Shogun and the teacher came by or was that Clan of the Cave Bear? The teacher came by and like read a saucy part and was like, never mind. (laughs) I don't remember that, but that's it would have been probably Clan of the Cave Bear because Jean M. Owl does like her sexy, sexy stuff or one of the Earth's Children books. uh, Yeah, because I remember I I read uh, Shogun. I I, I got chicken pox when I was in fourth or fifth grade or something like that and so when i was out for the week to 10 days i watched the uh shogun miniseries is what's his name in that richard Richard chamberlain Chamberlain, yeah and i remember um 
I, I'm trying to remember if I watched the series because I'd read the book or I read the book because I watched the series because oh, it was sure. one of the books that mom had on her bookshelf. Uh, she had a yeah. couple James Cobble books. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, so I would have read Shogun around like fifth grade. So if, if it was around eighth grade or something, it probably would have been Clan of the Cave Bear, or Planes of Passage or Mammoth Hunters or one yeah. of the, one of those. <laughs> funny, funny. Well, you did very well with that. I was really proud of myself. I'm like, oh, yeah. I think that my question was longer than your answers. <laughs> I stick to horror movies. Plenty of good examples there. But, you know, it's and it's really funny. So, like, it is interesting because in doing the, like, how am I supposed to find it? Oh, the, I've, uh, I've got another interesting example from horror. Exorcist 3. There's a third one? Jesus Christ. There's a fourth one. There's a uh, fourth one. There's a there's a there's two versions of the fourth one and they're just and they're doing a new one which directly ties into the first it has ellen uh the the, the mom yes ellen okay yes ellen burson whom i love is in it and um we just saw the trailer where was i that I, oppenheimer that i saw the trailer oh now they know it sounds, sounds recorded reasonable this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's August, early August as we record this. Um, yeah, I haven't seen Barbie yet, even though I'm in bright pink. It's because they. Were I sold might out. see a a double feature of Barbie and the Meg Two. I think is what it's double featuring with next week. So. so I was so excited that the Meg had a sequel, and I'm very much not excited that it's because I was like, we have to see the Meg Two. Oh, it's currently in theaters. Dang it. But do you know what else they're making? A gladiator too. Uh, yes. Yep. I I I thought like that's book was closed. Like that you didn't need to reopen it. Yeah. So uh, you have Exorcist. The little girl. Little girl yes. gets uh, yes, yes, possessed yes, 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 by yes. a demon. Exorcist two. Little girl gets possessed by a demon again. Yeah. Okay. Same got, same so I knew about the second one. I had no idea there was a third or Exorcist three, which is actually pretty great until they it was actually a completely different movie, and then they it became an exorcist movie. And like you gotta have an exorcism in the exorcist movie. As George C. Scott in it, he's great. Uh oh, um what's what's his name? Um Brad Dorif is in it. He's oh. he's wonderful. Um yeah, it has almost, it's a kind of a police procedural, uh, rather. It's really very different, but it still takes place in the world. And I I never saw the fourth, either version of the fourth one, so. <laughs> they did a fourth and they're like, ah, try well, again. They, they, it, Make it, another It's exactly fourth. what happened. It was one of those things where the original cut the producers hated, so they fired the director and hired someone else and they reshot the damn thing and released it, but then they released the original, a reconstruction of what the original was. So it's kind of like the Snyder cut before the Snyder cut. That's and I, I forget I forget what the who the directors were at the time, but... Um, what an interesting... I think William Freakin's the guy who did the first Exorcist, if I'm remembering right. But... Well, as in wrote it? Uh, directed it no directed it i'm like i'm like no no yes that, william freaking directed it who the yeah, hell that, wrote it uh it's an adaptation of the book which is i don't remember peter benchley no I'm it's not benchley that was jaws <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh and peter benchley did not write uh the meg that's uh steve alton Oh, f fun story. We're never going to actually talk about Odd Couple 2, by the way. <laughs> but That's fine. Um, I hope they don't tune in to listen to us actually talk about it. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I read the Meg and its sequel, The Trench, back. Which is funny I, because I, I guess I, when I was in college. But... I don't think I realized. Here's the best part of this story. I don't think I realized the Meg was a book until I noticed the tagline, The Trench. And I'm like, there's a book, The Trench. Yeah, uh, the the book is yeah the the book is called Meg, and then the second was just called The, the Trench. Trench. Yeah, and I think reissues probably have it called like a Meg story or a Meg tale or something like that. But uh, yeah, I I, re I read uh, Meg and its sequel back in you know turn of the century, back when I was in college, and um, I, I thought they were fun, and uh, they've been trying to make Meg for. 20 years and they finally did and i actually finally got around to seeing it earlier this year and i was genuinely very surprised i, I thought it's it was so fun. really quite good i think it, it like the first 80 minutes i was thinking oh my god th this is like tremors level good i was really into this movie i don't think it sticks the landing in its third act but um yeah there's a there's a but it's still it's so f i've seen it more than once yeah it's one of those movies when it's on i'm like sure if I'm folding, I'm like, yeah, let's. It was one of those. I, I may have probably mentioned this at some point, but uh, uh, Lee Bingbing, I think uh, the, the the lady actor, yeah. Um, I I remember thinking, uh, I mean, they're great, they've got chemistry, but it would be nice if you know they were a little bit closer in age and not twenty years apart. And then I looked it up, and she's fifty. I'm like, oh, holy shit! <laughs> okay, they're, is... they're yeah, well, well done, Miss Bingbing, looking good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so, uh, so I saw the trailer for the sequel. Uh, so I haven't Meg, seen the Meg trailer 2. yet. Yeah. Saw the trailer and I was like, there's some things in the trailer. I'm like, well, that's, that's from the second, or the, 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 the trailer has a sequence, which is the cold open from the first book. And then the trailer seems to be, uh, a, a plot point of the second movie seems to be, I think the uh, the epilogue of the second book. So it's so it's interesting. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I said, I wonder if uh, Steve Alt never wrote any more. And yeah, there's like eight of the damn things. And I was like, oh, holy shit! He kept writing them. And I did not realize it. Well, so, well this but, could be the new Fast and the Furious franchise. Just yeah, all the Megs. Yeah, Jason, I've I'll watch Jason. I've only seen yeah. that there's ten minus the spinoffs, and I've seen the first one. I've seen the last one <laughs> with the same friend too. So it was a, it was a nice bit of symmetry. Uh, that is nice. Lena and I saw nice. uh, the first one when we were in college. Oh my and then, gosh! And then we just went to the drive-in uh, when she visited a few months ago, and um, it's like, hey, what do you? Uh, what's playing? It's like fast. You want to go see the Fast and Furious sequel? I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> It was so funny because when I saw Hobbs and Shaw, mm -hmm. and I really liked it. And I know I've told you this story before, but when I saw Hobbs and Shaw, I was really, I really liked it. And I'm like, this, good job, guys. Because Fast and the Furious at that time, I was like, okay, they're done. They're moving on in this direction. And I was so pro it. And I forget where in the course of those movies it hits. Like, I think it's like after six or seven it's kind of, it's like just it's just after the handful is when Hobbs and Shaw came and then they're like and then they've not done anything and I believe there was like a cliffhangery sort of ending on Hobbs and Shaw and they're like never mind let's go back to back to the basics guys and I'm like oh but I really yeah it's all about the family it's still a family movie that's just a family movie I've um, got a gun I've got family 
<laughs> okay. And hey, yeah. uh, hey, uh, you want any uh, corned beef? I don't need corned beef. I've got family. <laughs> God damn it, Dom. <laughs> Stop it. I think you're emoting a little too much, though, brother. No, oh, I'm right. <laughs> it's a good impression, though. Uh, so in my other toiling around, I uh, they made a kindergarten cop two with Dolph Lundgren. That uh, probably that. didn't yeah. need to be made. Probably not. But there was Should... a part of me that I'm like, well, Dolph Lundgren, but apparently it's like the same exact story. Undercover cop. I was like, ah. Yeah. So if I, I'm going to put some money now on the fact that you've probably seen that which I'm going to mandate. Okay. We shall see. Okay. Well, hey, okay. Uh, we're over 15 minutes into the show. Let's let's actually talk about The Odd Couple 2. First things first, Odd Couple 2 was written by Neil Simon. And when uh, I yes. saw it, I yeah. was so happy. I was like, okay, I'm in. Like, I was, I did not know that. And apparently, it was his last thing that he did. That I didn't know. But it's one of the last things that uh, Math, How, and Lemon did. Yeah, uh, so... I don't think I think it's the last thing they collab. I think the last thing they did together, but I think they were both in like another movie or two in the following years. But uh, possibly Matha yeah. was seventy eight <laughs> and um, Jack was seventy three in this movie. When, uh, when this movie was uh, uh, shooting, uh, shot, released. Okay, yes, shot, released. However you want to talk yeah, about. They yes. were they they were old. Yeah, they were grumpier old men. Did they make a third one of that? Was it like grumpiest old men? No. No. Was it, it was... who? Who are the co-leads? It was Anne Margaret and the right? uh... Raquel Welch. No. No, uh, Sophia Loren. Right? Sophia Loren. I yeah. get her and Raquel mixed up. I'm sorry, sorry guys. They're both beautiful, but I get them mixed up. It is Sophia. It is Sophia Loren. But and, odd couple um, too. <laughs> but but Gene Smart and Christine Baranski are in Odd Couple too. Both brilliant, beautiful ladies who I was very excited. Um, I noticed Gene Smart's name in the credits. I completely, I guess, missed Christine Baranski's name because I would have a hundred percent noticed that. But um, I was Did very you excited. Not recognize them when they showed up, or no, no, no. In the early credits, like at the oh, beginning, oh, oh, okay, I saw okay. like I was like, "Oh, Gene Smart's in this," but I didn't notice Christine Baranski. But I would have. But no, the minute she showed up, I was like, "What? What did she get this movie?" Um, but I was so in the curls of their hair. It was so good, and it was written by Neil Simon. Okay, anyways, so my first question to you, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Did you laugh out loud? I did once, yes. I did too. <laughs> when did you laugh? I okay, go. It's turn, go. there is a uh, running joke. I'm where... so happy you and I are related because I know exactly. Yep, me too. Me too. Everybody, me is, too. Is it the uh, th the running joke that comes in threes, and the third time it flashes back to those two old assholes back in the police station again, and with he's the just like chief of police crime. God damn it. I, I burst out laughing. The, the, the editing on that is it, it's obvious, you know it's coming, but the way it's edited is hilarious. Yes, I laughed out loud. He goes, Hey, I know these guys. And I was like, Oh God. And then it goes back and he's doing that. And I did. I laughed so loud because, and it's not that I wasn't, I, I did enjoy the movie. I want to be perfectly clear. 
I did enjoy the movie. I have one huge critique that is rude, but I'm going to get to it later. But I never laughed at, I was just, I was enjoying myself. I'm like, these are fun. Like it was almost like uh, that annoying thing that people do that they announce that it was funny. Like that was funny. Oh, that's clever. Oh, you know, these were the things going in my head as the mm. dialogue was happening and the jokes were coming out because as you know, these sort of plays are, and I know that it's a movie, but like, it's a play. There well, are two of them in a car for Simon, quite some time. Simon's like, a playwright it's, and it's, he, he did write the screenplay, but yeah. Yeah, but it just, it has that kind of thing and every word is is there for a reason. And so I was enjoying it in a sense of uh, respect in a way. And then when that happened, I was like, <laughs> and I just lost it. I was like, this it is funny like all of a sudden I was and that guy reminds me of Wilford Brimley isn't Wilford Brimley but the he rem... chief of police yeah that's Richard Real or something like that someone that I know but yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's he's one of those I know that guy guys he's a I know that he's a mustachioed I know mm -hmm. that guy guy and boy oh boy because I think that that's when it culminated in just what I think all of the jokes piled up for me to that little thing of like everything that could go wrong for these two gentlemen has gone wrong and now it's really funny. And so I'm I'm I think it's great that you laughed at the same time. That yeah. that I did. So yeah. <laughs> So uh tell us the conceit of the movie. So um the odd couple um is a play uh, and then theatrical adaptation then they made a tv show out of it it's essentially That's right it was a tv show yeah 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 uh is uh tony Cl tony randall and uh jack Clerg? Klugman. yeah klugman not klugman yeah. klugman yeah who yeah. actually went on after the success of the tv show to do the play uh, on broadway i think that's awesome yeah yeah um <clears throat> so uh the the play is uh two middle-aged men uh felix and oscar who are uh felix is a high-strung neat freak hypochondriac and oscar is a just a slob you know let's see he you know he'll finish a beer throw it at the trash can if it doesn't make it in eh, he'll pick it up later maybe eh. if he thinks of it um so both of them are fairly recent divorcees uh th their wives left them both because they just couldn't tolerate their shit because they're they're both kind of insufferable in different ways and they end up uh rooming together and driving each other nuts and the play is really just an excuse to pair these two to play these two off of each other yeah. there, there isn't really much more to it than that it's as you might, you know, it takes place in Oscar's apartment. Felix moves in and it's just them yelling at each other for, you know, two acts. I think it's a two act. Yes. It's not I, a I've one act. I've actually done the play. I'm trying to he remember has. it. And guess what character yeah. he plays? Oh, Felix everyone? or Oscar, guess which one I play. Well, now that we're setting it up like that, I, I played Felix you and played not Felix. Oscar, which, which I, I remember telling people at the time, they're like, you're why are you playing Felix? And it's like, uh, because the other guy that was cast is like six foot five. 
He's, but uh, I it was his perfect. Name, but yeah, he's huge. He was huge, and he wore that gray shirt that had like the mm -hmm. perma sweat stain. Uh, it was great. It was a wonderfully casted. That coat. was, um, yeah, that was uh, an effect. That that was. I we, know. We soaked that shirt in something to get permanent pit stains in it. Yeah, it um, was, but it was it was really great. And but I do recall when when you were cast as Felix, everyone was expecting completely everyone if was like, i got if, a role everyone was thinking if he, oscar, yeah it was like oh he's gonna be oscar because he's grumpy and like you know uh, you know i'm just like and it's called acting acting <laughs> um so yes so, so that's it so uh the the film takes place 30 years later uh walter Matthau and jack lemon apparently had children um he got married again Apparently, well, they I mean, all because they maybe all maybe they had very young children. I don't recall them being mentioned. I, I guess they just got remarried and had kids fairly soon after because these kids are in their thirties. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, uh, Jonathan Silverman's was probably late twenties. The other woman, I, I can't tell. So I will say within this, movie, I mean, they're pushing thirty at best. Although, at least. Although in the real world, it took 30 years for the sequel to be made, in the movie, it's 17 years. Because when they see each oh, other at the airport... I, I I didn't take that to mean it's been seven... Yeah, in the movie, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon haven't seen each other for 17 years. I didn't take that to mean it's been 17 years since The Odd Couple. No, but like I thought, like okay, that it's probably been... You know, after the odd couple, they went their separate. They both got married again because we do mm -hmm. learn that they've had multiple divorces. These gentlemen, or no? I think Oscar Matt, only had the Oscar, one. I, I think yeah. uh, Felix had like three or four. Felix had three. Oscar's first wife, so the mother had three. But there was a lot of several marriages in this movie. Um, that's right. Oscar only had the one. So I I kind of when he said 17, I thought, okay, so that means that Jack Lemon, you know, when he found his next woman, moved out. So it ostensibly the kids were still quite Yeah, the kids young. would have been eight or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Somewhere between the five and the ten. Anyway, the plot <laughs> of the movie is Felix Max. and Oscar. They, they live on opposite sides of the country. They they haven't seen each other in a decade and a half. Uh, but their children, uh, Oscar's son and Felix's daughter, are getting married. So they, <clears throat> so they uh, meet at the airport and drive up to San Clemente or wherever the hell they're going. Which is a running joke in that, you know, every town in California uh, starts with either San or Santa. And it's like, there's yeah. a lot of them, yeah. Especially in a certain concentrated area, there's a whole bunch that you'll go by. They're all Sans and Santas. Yeah. San, a lot of San and Santas here. So, um, <clears throat> so um, it's a road trip movie. Felix and Oscar meet at the airport, they get in the car, and they drive to the wedding and shenanigans ensue. Mm -hmm. and that's that's the can they manage to drive make the what's i think supposed to be like a two-hour drive um in days and it, it takes them three days, days to get there and Thank they God keep getting they arrested in the same small town in the middle of nowhere so the first time they get arrested i is the first time with the illegals with the peach truck yeah okay it is with the peach truck so the first time they get arrested they flag down a gentleman, which is also a funny moment because they're trying to flag down a car. 
because their car took a tumble over a cliff. Right, they're at, at it, this they're, point. It, um, yeah. And they're flying, they're trying to fly down a car and they're at like an intersection. And like, every time they look this way, a car like goes fast behind them. They're like, where'd that guy come from? And then they're like, okay, we'll look on this road. And then the one comes the other way. And I know it's stupid. It's so yeah, stupid. It's very but cartoony, it's so but funny. it's funny. It's just always just so funny. So <laughs> they, they flag down a dude who has a peach truck and a very um, overtly nice gentleman is like, yes, please get in i'll take you anywhere and then he runs into um not runs into like ah crash but like as they're driving going the opposite direction is a couple of friends of his and so they stop the peach truck and he gets out and he talks to his friends and he comes back to walter and jack and says or oscar and felix and he's and he's like something's wrong at home my friends are going to take me just drive my truck the rest of the way to the gas station where you guys were going and you know, just leave it there. My name is Rico. They know me. It's fine. I'll come back later, but I trust you guys. It's great. Just get to the gas station. That's where you were headed in the first place. So the minute this happens, I'm like, but I, I'm like, oh, what's in that truck, buddy? Whoa, what's in that truck, buddy? People, people was in that truck, buddy. <laughs> That's not what I thought. And so that was the first time that they, that was the first time that they got arrested, yeah. right? Or was yeah. it the the other dude? No, um, that, that was that was the one. They're um, yeah. <clears throat> they're driving a truck that's smuggling people in the back, and they get stopped at a, a police checkpoint. And they're like, and they're like, hands up, come out of the truck. And they're like, we didn't steal this truck, honestly. We didn't steal the peaches. We didn't steal the peaches either. We we were gonna he, he loaned it to us, and we're gonna give it back. It's I, I know it sounds funny, and so they they get arrested and. The police chief is like, yeah, okay, we, we you guys are just stupid. <laughs> so please go away. And um <clears throat> yeah, uh the, the second one is uh oh is right. The, the, the second one's the, right? the the guy, you know, so they're stuck at a hotel where they actually meet uh Christine Baranski and um Gene Smart. Gene Smart. And uh, there's there's a there's a guy who's like, hey, I can if I'm going that way, if you want to hop in my car in the morning. And so they do. And he he's just an old man and he passes away while he's driving them. And uh, so while they're trying to figure out what to do, a cop comes up to him and is like, hey, you can't park here. It's like, what's wrong with him? Well, he's dead. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> get out of the car. <laughs> and they're back at the police station again. It's like, I thought you guys left. It's like, yeah, it's like, what? It's like, do you know what this looks like? You have a dead man in a re in a car that costs like, a, it's a classic car. It's like $150,000. It it's like, yeah, I know you didn't do it. You had a witness at the uh, the place who saw you with the other two girls. And, well, and he about... called his, like, <clears throat> apparently the old man, like, called his Called his something daughter and, or something. And was says, like, hey, I'm driving these two nice young men, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, would you please stop? Just stop. And then uh, so they he the police officer puts them or the chief police puts them on a bus to get out of town. And Christine Baranski and Gene Smart uh, actually end up boarding the bus who they met and danced with and flirted with, even though there's a you know 30 year age difference there. But uh um math Hollywood. yeah i mean i mean it's not it's part of the story though like this is what it's they actually do. played in a believable way in, in yeah. that math is just so silly and funny that it's like okay anyone would be charmed by this guy they are not gonna sleep with either of them they're not no. playing on up but these two old dudes are a hoot and 
it's believable anyway so they're on the bus and these uh these two women they get get on the bus and they're like oh hey it's like yeah we're uh we ran away from our boyfriends who are violent drunks and uh and the violent drunks stop the bus and come on board and and kidnap uh, felix and oscar but and he's like yeah we're gonna just kill you and dump you in the desert and then they hit a police checkpoint. It's like, hey, I know these guys. And it cuts back and they're back to the damn police station. And the chief police is like as head in his hands. And that that's where that's, both of us that's first the one. laughing. That's the one. And then you, and you so he, like, he like puts him on a plane. He's like, please yeah. don't ever come within 300 miles of this place. Again. I, and then he tells his like deputy, he's like, I don't ever want to see them again. I don't care what they do next. If they do murder someone, just me. ignore it. Ignore it. Don't bring them back to me. Because, um, but yeah, it, you come to learn that Miss Jean Smart and Christine Bransky, like that's kind of their foreplay with their men. Is this Seems I'm gonna go because yeah. because the 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 police guy I'm the gonna sheriff, go flirt with other people and drive my boyfriends crazy. Yeah, because the sheriff guy mentions he's like, um, he says like, oh yeah, they're in every couple of months. They'll come back for a a stint the the gentleman and it's like yeah so in my they, head i'm like that's kind of their keeping it keeping it fresh keeping at it home fresh, right <laughs> that's that's their thing so yeah so if i my critiques for the film yes are, yes i i think it, it kind of hit me halfway through that in addition to walter Matthau and jack lemon being old neil simon is also old now or 25 years ago when this yep. happened yep um <clears throat> the movie opens with a with the uh, felix commentating a baseball game or something like that and he's just joke after joke after joke which just comes off as like really bad stand-up it like it's yeah it was a hard painful. open yeah um, really difficult not hard but <clears throat> yeah uh it got better once Math Allen uh, Lemon got together and started getting into their groove. It kind of relaxed into it. But th the film is, while I appreciate them just not, oh, Felix and Oscar have to move in together, but now they're older. No, it's they're on a road trip. And I think that's a fine compromise. Their kids are getting married. I, I think that's a fine idea. They do a lot of the same damn gags, though. Yes. Uh, one of them is Felix throwing an F-bomb, which I'm pretty sure is in the play. I, I, I think I think he does that in the play. I, okay. I can barely remember. But if he does, it's not at like the 20 minute mark. Because that's something. Felix dropping an F-bomb. You know, because he's a neat freak. He's like, oh, everything he has to be neat and, yeah. you know, everything in its place. And, you know, he'll say hell and damn. But. Jack Lemon's a little vulgar in this film, and he drops it. He does the f bomb twice, and the first one is like twenty minutes in the film. I'm like, that's too soon for that to work as a joke to be shocking. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> also, uh, the focus is almost entirely on uh our two leads. Oh yes. Uh, which means we never get to know the kids. So when they try to do something like oh the 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 groom is having second thoughts it's like i this isn't mean anything to me i i don't know either of the characters so when uh walter matthew's having the heart to heart and it's like this i 
didn't mind that so much because you don't it it doesn't matter. It's all about him. Like he this yeah. is this hard ass like dude. Well, I don't want to say hard ass, but like, you know, he's kind of a slovenly guy. He hasn't really committed to much in his life, blah, 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 blah. But dang it, like he he cares about his son. And I think that, sure, that was the but point. it doesn't I guess, but it doesn't really it's not built up to it doesn't really no. pay off anything i just no. think there was an opportunity to there there to have that be the capstone of the lessons that we've learned along the way it would have the... been interesting if along the way although it wouldn't have worked because again you have to suspend so much disbelief yeah. for for this movie to work i did enjoy the fact that it was just them two on a road trip and not um like living together and because i remember mm. like well, i remember it happened yesterday when i watched it um going into it i'm like how are they gonna get these men together again and like what are well, they gonna do the <laughs> film ends exactly where i was afraid the movie was gonna start yes but i thought it was funny i was happy how it ended because when it started i, when the movie... I, I eye rolled i'm like <laughs> oh well we but then it's like we're back to where we were status quo Woo! i'm but like Walter you, Matthau... you think you're gonna be doing three Walter Matthau says it though he goes I just got the craziest you know deja vu ever because it's the same thing isn't yeah. like doesn't Felix say I'll toast that sandwich for you like isn't that like specifically, something like the, yeah I think like he'd... he's freshening up yeah, someone's there's, there's sandwich. a poker game yeah yeah um <clears throat> but it's a poker game and he's he's freshening up sandwiches so that was my you hit the nail on the head that I was saying earlier that I had one critique of this movie I mean I had tiny little everything you can, can critique down but like and it's and it's it's the same one that you just had is Neil Simon, his work, and granted, you are correct, he's older too. So when this movie started, a lot of the jokes felt sticky for a bit. Yeah. Until they got together. But Neil Simon is all about timing. And I don't care how good of an actor you are, I think Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau are great. I really enjoy their work. I think they did great here. They still seem very awake and spry and with it, but it does not matter because when you get older, you just slow down. Slow down, yeah. And so the whipness, like that quit, like that pitter patter, so the rhythm slow. wasn't there. Yeah. The rhythm wasn't there. And so the, that's why it took me I'd so I'd say the rhythm was there. It was just a tempo. Or okay, it's a so slower it tempo, was, you know? It was, yes. It was an allegro. <laughs> yeah, there you go. but in the, so that for me, because <clears throat> I also um, suffer from um, having closed captions on all the time, and I don't try to focus on them, but they are there, uh, and I do have them on all the time, and so I would get to the punchline sometimes before they did, and I'd be like, "Oh, ah, it just." That needed to come faster. I've already forgotten the setup. And it's not like I did forget the setup, but mm -hmm. it's like it the payoff, it needed to come quicker. And you just and again, there's nothing wrong with it. I thought that like a, the I thought that like it was there, the jokes were there, they did find their way. It was, you are correct, their own rhythm, but it was definitely just something that I was was I did miss the Yeah, you know, I, I I I feel the 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 character stuff is pretty solid. The one-liners were just embarrassing old man jokes. <laughs> you know, it's, 
and maybe that was the point but i i think it was just you know neil simon's old too yeah so uh, fair and i didn't even think about that either um when i was like a lot of this is a little sticky but like you know i didn't even think about neil simon aging because i never see him so yeah he does it behind he's just the name yeah exactly um what was the other thing i was going to say about that so oh about the suspension of disbelief in this movie that you have to take in order to allow the fact that these two men are taking three days to do a like a four-hour drive or something like that so like at what point are the kids not calling and being like um so you're not here yet well they have no cell phones so yeah okay i guess that's fair but it would be interesting to your point because it's only an hour and a half movie it's like a 97 minute something movie. like yeah it's it's under 100 minutes so it's under 100 minutes and to your point unlike guardians trying... of the galaxy 3 which i watched last night too and that that's two and a half hours look at you oh what did i see recently we saw something recently i'm gonna this is gonna go in because i'm not stopping myself violent night oh yeah 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 classic yeah, new, I, I thought it was great. New Christmas classic, my the friends. David, David that, Harbour, Santa Claus, that Home and Die Alone Hard movie. Yeah, it's great. It, it's it's Jeremy and I are like, well, we're it's watching that every great. year. <laughs> it's yep. So good. Okay, but wouldn't it? That's the movie that Colleen and I tried to watch uh, when she visited, and we couldn't get through it because you know when she got here it was like two in the morning. Oh, and then that's we started, that one. Yes. And then we started chatting. By the time we were done chatting, it was four in the morning. It's like, want to watch a movie? All right. And so we watched the Violent Night. We did not get through it. Yeah. And same thing the following night. We we went out to the drive-in and then we we went exploring in San Diego and then we got home. It's like, you know, two or three in the morning or something. It's like, you want to try and watch Violent Night again? Yeah, let's just start from the beginning because it's good. And no, no. So I, I had to I had to watch it. I, I actually have to ask her see if she see if she ever uh, finished the movie. Yeah, Hope so it, it's a lot of fun. It's really good, but it would be interesting in this movie. So back to yeah, the odd, odd couple, couple is to your point, and I didn't think about this, um, and that's why we have this show so we can chat about it and deepen our understanding of yes. uh, film and cinema. Cinema. But wouldn't it be interesting, like the if, odd couple too? Yes, cinema. Um, wouldn't it be Eat interesting? Get your heart out, Leonard Malton. You didn't have shit to say about the odd couple, too, did you? <laughs> he's, he's like, no, uh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, um, is if every oh, I don't know, twenty minutes or so, have two minutes of what's going on in Santa Molinas or Santa, just of like, where is my dad? Where, you know, just to see the, what's like, this is the end game is to get to the wedding. And if they were supposed to land three days ago, that would have helped with stakes. Cause honestly, I had no idea when the wedding was or what the timetable was. Mm. Are are, Are they missing it? Is it today, tomorrow, the next day, next week? I have no idea. And that was my thing. I think a little bit is because I was like, they're supposed to drive together. And mm-hmm. I think that they mentioned it was only a few hours. It was a longest drive. Like, yeah, it's a couple of hours. Like, because I think uh, they drove into one Palm, or the Palm like, Springs, they're both flying it's... into to an airport and yeah. then driving the rest of the way because you know, yeah, you know, it's a so they both fly into LAX or something like that. One from Florida and one from I don't know San Diego or maybe yeah. San Francisco or something. Um, <clears throat> and then they're just going to drive together to uh, 
the smaller town where the, where the kids are getting married. Right. But uh, uh, Felix falls asleep. Uh, Oscar's smoking a cigar, drops a drops some ashes on his lap where the directions are. They light on fire, so he throws him out the window. And uh, Felix is like, so he, he just gets lost. And then Felix is like, all right, fine, let me get the uh, directions and the contact information in case we hit a payphone out of my luggage, which Felix left at the uh, air at the, at car the rental, rental car place. Yeah. place on accident. Yeah. They just didn't pick it up and put it in the so and then right. of course they accidentally knock the car off of a cliff and it explodes so they have to walk and then they get arrested three times yeah. and yeah they're, they're I think it could have helped with also what I was saying about you know the character arcs and thematic stuff uh, but also having but stakes. some stake some sort of ticking clock you know every once in a while cutting back to also give you an opportunity to develop the characters so we give a damn about any of them when we actually get there and we actually right. care that they're getting married or we're surprised or somewhat invested when the groom has cold feet it's like i don't know i've never met either of these two i, I don't know what's going on here. right because i, I will have no say opinion on the matter that more than once during the movie did i think they've missed the wedding right yeah it's like it's over now right i mean like they've missed it right it like i really been, was I, like like yeah. the latest it could have been was like the following day right it's been three days yeah and that was my thing i was like they've it's done they've t- and then like they show up on the day of the wedding and i'm like well that's kismet but i mean all this so you're supposed to be there so ostensibly we're supposed to be there three days ago like yeah. at what point are these people not freaked out and when they show up they just kind of go oh there you are yeah it's like did i mean i think they can't call them because they don't have the contact information right and, and that, they can't and they can't remember that it's san santa yeah, so something i don't know it's like all of know. that yeah makes sense mm-hmm. on the old man part but like yeah i just it, yeah, but yeah i'm with you i didn't think that i needed i love that i just keep pulling my hair out like i didn't feel the need i understand what you're saying but i was like whatever it was more about walter Matthau, like being a good dad and having that development but at the same time thinking that there needed to be something driving them to because you kind of forget halfway through what their end game is because it's just a you know a cyclical shenanigan moment that you're Mm -hmm. just and you're like oh yeah they're actually trying to get somewhere guys so yeah yeah so uh i found it to be a i also found i I love the fact that they kept the uh the odd couple theme that they used for me because that's a classic yeah it's a wonderful theme and they ended up using it for the tv show too it's a great theme. i i feel it's overused or not i don't think it's often used appropriately it, yeah, like, it was just like, we need them to remember that the, and you're like, and it comes very, because it's such a, it feels like a crutch dated, at times. Yeah. because it's such a dated tune as well, using it it's as, era, but it's great, didn't say it wasn't, but like, you know, disco's dated, but you know, it's, it can still be good when used appropriately and we listen to it appropriately and like, when yeah it it seemed to like punctuate that which did not need it's used in the wrong place yeah, i mean it's kind of like when they did the robocop remake they 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 they, they brought back the da, 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 is that the da, da, the one da, da, with carl Ur- joel, no. joel kinnaman carl urban did 
Dread. Uh, Judge Dread or okay. well, Dread, but yeah, yes, yeah, and like, wait, you, you know, uh, movie sucked anyway. But uh, the 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 theme, like they used incorrectly. It's like, <laughs> dude, that's that's the RoboCop theme. You can't use it to introduce Alex Murphy. That's impro- improper use of theme. Uh-huh. Stop it. Um, one thing. Uh, so I found it. Uh, a pleasant enough watch i i found it uh amusing i i was i i laughed hard once once other than that i was i was just it was a pleasant watch do you are if you're are, do you need to watch it no 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 one needs to see this but i no. mean if it if you're flipping through channels which is not a thing we do these days but if if you travel back in time a couple of decades and you start flipping through channels and it's on and it's the middle of the night and you have nothing better to do, sure. <laughs> Keep it in the background. You'll yeah. hear a couple good jokes. Yeah. One You'll... thing one thing I thought was uh, really funny uh was actually a bit of filmmaking was um when they stop the car so that Felix can go uh get the his luggage out of the trunk. Uh uh Felix wakes up because Oscar's smoking and he's like, ah, open the windows and they open the windows. And as Felix walks back to get his stuff out of the trunk, there's an insert shot of Walter Matthau rolling up his window. I'm like, why? And he, and Felix discovering his luggage is not in there, walks back around and taps on the window. I'm like, oh, continuity error. And you had to, you had to film Walter Matho rolling up his window so that Felix could knock on the window. Oh, that's did you have to, funny. Did you have to bring Walter Matho back because this was before you would have the ability to like, uh, you know, cut him out of one scene and paste him into another or something right. like that. Um, right. So they they probably is, I don't know when they caught that, but that was definitely an insert meant to. Uh, My like, oh shit, the window's down. We need to because bro- it's this weird rolling up the window <laughs> i'm like well, that's my an biggest odd choice but my biggest gripe was the other window moment when was it water why there was a bucket of water he, or something? He's, he twists his ankle and he's just a whiny complainer but he's got his foot in a bucket of ice and he's that's like open it's... the window because i want to uh, dump the ice he goes as it is open he just throws it and it's closed it's just clean window and he throws all the, the ice water but in my head i'm like I don't care how clean that window is. Your hair is not like there's no wind. The wind, the window is open. Like you know, the window's open. Like that was the one part that I was like, yeah, I will was... suspend my disbelief really gosh darn far, guys. Like I am really good at being okay with where yeah. a movie goes sometimes. And then I but think I was uh, like, Walter Matthau does the same thing later in the film. Where he's eating one of the peaches and tries to chuck it out the window, and it's still a closed window. But I don't. Yeah, they're old. So yeah, I guess. And what's I mean, funny I... is. I forget which movie it is, but I I think it's like um, they reuse that joke or that joke stolen from an earlier movie where they do the same thing where someone's spitting grape seeds at the window and spits it right into a closed window. And I think it's like uh, either uh, My Fellow Americans or... What is that? I know I can... I'm going to have to think of it because I I remember... You know, the spitting and all of a sudden it was... It's like right... Yes. Oh my gosh, that's going to... It's like up. Yep, and it's right closed. there yeah like that middle that and it's such a weird thing yeah, it's because like, it's a it's a grape seed and grape yes. seeds are so weird looking um yeah. oh gosh i was about to say something and now i don't remember what it is because you just that was so yeah 
now I'm now I'm now I'm gonna have to think about. Well, at the very least, uh, uh, Odd Couple Two may have been unnecessary. It may not have had really anything to say, but yeah, it's nice. To, uh, although we saw Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon doing this shtick throughout the several movies throughout the '90s, that's eh, always fun to to see them doing their thing. Yeah. Nice when people get work. Uh, th- there's some funny stuff in there. Uh, and it's uh, it's one of those unnecessary sequels that's not a like betrayal of the original. It's like I don't I don't think any of our parents' generations are going to be. You destroyed my childhood. Or anything Agreed. Like that. It's, know, it's it's fine. Benign. Yes, it's benign. There you it go. It did not do anything to change the characters, which also means that it didn't betray anyone. Maybe there's no growth, sure. but at least there wasn't any sort of like you know. Uh, we're just gonna completely change circumstances and make them completely different. Well, you, well if you you don't want growth because it could be cancerous. Tr- yeah, damn skipping. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness, crazy. Well, yeah, we felt about exactly the same way. That's that's how it should go, and I'm gonna not live Let, up to let's, yours. Let's, let's yours will we, be better. Let's see if we keep this streak going. So. um so uh, I went through what how, has a sequel so much has a sequel I have found did you know so the one that I really wanted I will actually tell you because mm-hmm. it I cannot find it anywhere like streaming to, anywhere or exactly to rent or oh, okay. anywhere in so th- this would have been I would have picked this if it were available to actually watch anywhere correct okay. did you know that they made a sequel to Rosemary's Baby Following the baby, trying not to become the Antichrist. No, I. I and it's called. They've remade are you ready it, for but... this? Look what happened to Rosemary's baby. Wow! How? No, I. I'm wondering how I have not heard of that. Now I would not be surprised if there were a remake of Rosemary's Baby, but uh, no, I was not aware that they made a couple Omen films. But uh, yeah, but no, <laughs> and it's not even Rosemary's Baby two. It's so whatever happened Look to what Rosemary's happened. Baby? Look what happened to the Son of Satan. Here he is. Or you, the you devil. know what? There there should have been a crossover with um, Rosemary's Baby and Baby Jane. What is the that's a that's a crazy, crazy, crazy movie. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Hey, I've I'm one of those on my to see at some point list. It's intense. Uh, no, we're well, a bit of um, an age gap between Baby Jane and um, uh, Rosemary's Baby. So yes, I don't know how that pairing would work, but now I kind of want to see it. And then just put some like Boss Baby in there. Put Alec Baldwin. <laughs> And we're good. Alec Baldwin as Rosemary's baby. It's just the voice. I mean, it, it worked for Bruce Willis and the 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 uh, look he's talking. More real films, so. though. That was great. So, uh, no, in my um, Rosemary's baby. Jeez. In my findings, um, I did go the horror route. Okay. Um, I did not want what you, what you were saying and watch. I'm going to say it and you're going to like, oh, Kelly, you you missed the book. But um, uh, a movie that was originally something else and then just had that he slapped. Which on is it. which is why my second choice after Rosemary's Baby was American Psycho. And then when I learned yeah. that it was something else, I was like, well, then no. And so I went to the third choice from dusk till dawn to 
There's I, yeah, I know there's, there's another one that I did. I didn't know there a was a third one. Which one is well, two? two? Is Hang's, Hangman's Daughter three is two? The other one? I'm trying to remember which one's which. So the fact that I didn't even know there was a two means that I definitely didn't know there was a three because I really liked the first Dust Till Dawn. Mm, oh, it's and great. I liked it because it was like two movies in one. You know, you think you're on one going somewhere and then all of a sudden it's a monster movie and you're like, oh, this yeah. is great. Yeah. Like, I was very excited. You have Selma. What's mm-hmm. more to say? And her snaky okay, hotness. Yeah, Texas Blood Money is the sequel and The Hangman's Daughter is uh, the third one. Okay. So am I right? Have you seen it? I have. I've seen both of them. I have not seen the series, though. They made a Dust Till Dawn series television series that i've not seen but but i'm excited because i enjoyed dust till dawn i'm i i'm excited to see where they go i like monsters so maybe it will be bloody danny trejo's in it what is not to like there Mm -hmm. and so um there you go dust till dawn because i i i not only does it have a sequel it has two it's a... it, it and a, and a, and a TV series. No remake, as far as I'm aware. I don't think they remade it at any point. But uh, but yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cool. there you go. So we're gonna we're gonna watch it, and I and it's everywhere probably. I mean, it's it's, it's from Dust Till Dawn, but it's not Quentin's. He did not write it. Some other Jackoff uh, wrote it, whom I don't. Uh, well, I mean, know. he was—he was a. I think it was a collaborate. The first film was a collaboration between him and Robert Rodriguez, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, but the second one isn't. Oh yeah, Rodriguez. I don't think it's either of them had anything dude. to do with the sequels. Right, but who else is in it? What's his name? Campbell. Bruce is in it. Oh, Bruce and... Campbell's in it. I don't even remember. I know. See, look at you. How? How I mean, it, have it, you seen well, it? the first one came out in 1996, <laughs> I think. Uh, the sequels were, I think, directed video, so probably 98, 99. Oh, it was directed video. I, I think sucks. so. I, 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 I mean, it makes sense. Uh, let's see. Just uh, yeah, the first one was 96. Oh, Robert Patrick. Yeah, that's that's right. That's, right. that's the other one. So oh, Michael Parks is in the third one. All right, nice. Uh, so yeah, n- yeah, both of them were nineteen ninety nine. Uh, let's see. Did, uh... Both of them were nineteen ninety nine. Oh, Scott Scott Spiegel's the writer. Well, one of the writers and the director. Okay. Oh, okay. So, I was like, yeah, sure. well, sure, there sure, you go. Sure. sure. Yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna watch it. It's gonna be good, or not. I don't know. Okay. You. <laughs> I it's it's been over 20 years since I've seen it so I barely re- I remember they exist I remember I watched them I remember I, I could talk to you about specific scenes and dialogue in Dusk Till Dawn I could not talk to you about specific scenes or dialogue in either of the sequels if that tells you anything so right, so they, right. they, they clearly did not stick <laughs> right because i was looking well the thing also is i found a, another few like sequels like that's the thing and you and i talked about it right before we hit record <laughs> is like it's a st- sticky uh topic that we chose and that if you don't know about the sequel maybe there's a reason that we don't know about the sequel yeah and remember I when found... we did a video about unnecessary sequels and one of them was castaway 2 but one of them was frozen 2 which actually came out like eight years came, ago <laughs> but it didn't follow olaf uh, like did, we thought it didn't was going follow to. our template at all 
No, we really thought it was Olaf. And I even told you, I remember in that video, I was wearing an orange shirt. And um, I remember telling you like how I thought you were right. But Olaf has gone on. Olaf, I think, got a little cartoon series for uh, a bit. Yeah, he's had his own shorts, yeah. So he's, which are actually quite funny. Have you watched Olaf's shorts? I've, They're cute. They're fun. I don't, I don't think I've seen the Olaf... Um, centric ones i i saw the the ones that, that it's just a, a frozen short not not specifically olaf like the oh. the, the 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 wedding reception one I think oh there's no two of them he does um because <clears throat> his, his what olaf does is he does um interpretations of the other disney movies oh yeah 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 i, I did not see it but uh i remember what we were they're really about. frozen they're really... fever is the name of the short that's what it's called okay. um but yeah when did frozen 2 come out oh 2019 it was only four years ago okay yeah yeah because we i we took the kids and so, I yeah. and uh i i don't care what anyone says uh lost in the woods is the best song from that film Dude, By and far. I'm so so since we're on topic and we'll say goodbye in just a second, but there was an article that came out. I didn't read the whole thing because it's one of those like when you get halfway through, it's like to read the rest of the article. And I'm like, mm, X, nope. I got the idea. Um, but it was talking about Lost in the Woods and comparing it to Ken's song in the new Barbie movie, because apparently uh Ken has a song called I'm Just Ken. I still have uh, okay. the movie we'll be seeing cool. very soon. I have my well, first I know travel. Ryan Gosling can sing, so right. So he, but it's one of those um, sappy ballads, kind of like Lost in the Woods. And so the article was about like the rise of the um, the male ballad, and it was like these sappy male ballads are the best thing. And and I was like, and I thought to myself, oh, I I liked Lost in the Woods. I might just really like if you're going to compare this one yeah. to that. So I'm, I'm excited. That's a, them's are some big shoeses. <laughs> so I was, I was, so I'm excited for 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 that. And I had no idea. So all right. So there you go. Well, thank you. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, today's episode may have come to an end, but uh, there's a sequel month continues next time with Kelly's mandated movie, Dust Till Dawn Two. Not if you'd like to watch it too, two. Uh, check out the description to see where it's currently streaming or available for rent. Until then, you can watch Movie Mandates on YouTube or listen to it in podcast form on iTunes. And if you enjoy the show and want to help us reach in a wider audience, engagement is key, so like, comment, rate, review, all that cool stuff. And with that, I'm Andrew, and you can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Eisen. I'm Kelly at Git Isengard. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Movie Mandates, and we'll be back soon with another Mandated Movie. Bye, everyone.